Hi friends, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of my mental health podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about energy. This is something I've been really, really focused on and something I've been making a big priority in my life lately. I've just been really focusing on living more intentionally in ways that give me more energy. This has to do with my thoughts and how I think, what I eat, who I interact with, all these different areas of my life. I've been really kind of auditing my life and going back through and evaluating what I'm doing in each area and asking myself, is this energizing me? Is this giving me more energy? How could I get more energy in this part of my life? And for me, the energy question is really revealing. When something is giving me energy, I take that as a sign that I'm on the right path that this is good for my body, that this is good for my spirit, that this is good for my relationships. When I feel energized, I'm able to bring my best self into all these different areas of my life. You guys know I've been on a super intense personal development journey over the last few years, and I really want to be able to be exceptional in my life. I want to be able to make exceptional content for you guys. I want to be an exceptional friend, an exceptional daughter. I want to be an exceptional partner and have an exceptional relationship. I want to live an extraordinary life. And I know that the only way to do that is if I feel energized about life. When I feel energized, everything is easier. It's easier for me to get the things done that I need to do every day. It's easier for me to wake up and work really hard. It's easier for me to pour energy into my relationships and into my loved ones. When my energy levels are low, everything becomes more difficult. And I'm not able to excel in the areas of my life the way that I want. I'm not able to achieve the things that I want. I'm not able to live my life the way that I want and I'm not able to feel the way that I want. I find it so difficult to call in those feelings of happiness and love and gratitude when I don't have energy, when I feel tired, when I feel depleted. I'm sure you guys have all experienced this. When you're feeling happy, when you're feeling high energy, when everything's going your way and you're in a good mood and someone says a rude comment to you or something happens or something annoying happens to you, you have car trouble or whatever. It just doesn't feel like that big of a deal. It's like everything rolls off of your back. And then on the flip side of that, when you're low energy, when you're grumpy, when you're tired, when you don't feel well, those are the times when you have stupid fights with your boyfriend, when someone says something to you and you take it out of context and blow it up into a big deal, when you say something rude that is you really didn't mean to say that you feel bad about. Your energy makes all the difference in those situations. When I am tired, I am a grumpy pain in the ass. Like that's just the truth. (laughs) I wish it wasn't. Like I, I wish that I was my best version of myself even when I'm tired, but I'm not. And that's just the truth. And especially because I know so many of my listeners are managing anxiety, managing depression, like I am. This energy piece is so vital because if we let it, our mental illness can take all of our energy away and we can be locked in this place of no energy, low energy, just feeling exhausted. And that's such a hard way to live your life. And that's the way that I lived my life for over 10 years when my clinical depression was completely 
untreated. So I want to share with you guys my tips and tricks, what I've been doing to manage my energy levels. Hopefully this will help you guys and it'll give you some new ideas for your own life and things you can try out and kind of play around with. So the first thing I wanna talk about is rest. And I feel like this is potentially not a very popular opinion. <laughs> like a lot of things I say on the internet, I feel like I might get some pushback from some of you, but just hear me out. I think that there is a glamorization happening right now of self-care, of slowing down, of taking care of yourself. And while I don't want to knock that. I also want to give you guys the idea, especially when you're managing mental health, there's a time where rest will re-energize you. But when you're struggling with depression and anxiety, there's a lot of times where rest is going to make it worse. And there's a time where you have to push through, even when you're tired, to get more energy. So the part that's important for me is realizing that rest doesn't equal more energy for me. Yes, sometimes I have to rest. Yes, sometimes I'm exhausted and I've worked too hard. Like, obviously, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw that happen to me multiple times <laughs> because I will work and work and work and work for weeks on end and then just be completely exhausted and burn out. So I understand what that is and that's real. But there's also a time where resting is not going to re-energize you. Resting is going to take energy from you. There's lots of times where to have energy, you have to create energy. And you do that by getting up and doing shit, even when you don't want to. You do that by going to the gym and exercising, even when you're tired, even when you don't want to. To have energy, you have to create energy. And resting doesn't create energy, you guys. I woke up this morning feeling completely unmotivated, to be honest with you. I think because it's raining and it's starting to become winter, which is my more tired time. It is a low energy season for me, which is partially why I'm being so intentional and paying attention to what is giving me energy and what is taking energy from me, because I know the next few months are going to be a difficult season for me to walk through. But I woke up this morning feeling unmotivated, feeling low energy, not really wanting to do anything. And if I had just let myself, I would have just laid on the couch all day. I would have not gotten any of the things done that I wanted to do. I would have just slept and napped and read books and watched TV. And that's all fine. But it would have made me feel worse. It wouldn't have made me feel better. So I think the important question is to ask yourself when you're thinking about giving yourself rest, is, is this rest going to give me energy? And if the answer is no, you really need to push through and do something else. You need to go for a walk. You need to do a stretching video. You need to do something. What can you make yourself do when resting is not going to energize you, when resting is not the answer. And like I said, I do go through phases of burnout where I have to rest because I've just worked myself into exhaustion. That's something I'm working on and I'm doing better at. But most of the time, rest is not the answer for me. If I had let myself stay in bed all day today, I would have felt more exhausted. It would have made doing the things I need to do more difficult. And I would have just started spiraling into that depression where tomorrow it's even worse because that rest that I took actually took my energy, actually gave me less energy. So that's been a really big game changer for me. I just want to give you that idea. Please don't send me mean emails. If you need to rest, that's fine. You do you. But I'm just saying, ask yourself, is it going to energize you? 
Is it going to give you energy? I'm always here just sharing my experiences, sharing the things that are helping me in hopes that it will help someone else. I'm never here to judge you or what you're doing or your choices. (laughs) So please don't send me mean emails. (laughs) The next tip I have for you guys is around mindset. This is huge for me because as I've talked about many times on the podcast before, my mindset and my brain is a total negative wasteland of garbage. If I let my mind run unchecked and I'm not mindful about my thoughts and about what I'm thinking about and about my beliefs, my brain will come up with the most toxic crap you've ever heard in your life. My inner dialogue by default goes to this place of like, you're a loser, you're not good enough, you're stupid. Like really toxic things that really stand in my way of living my life the way that I want. It is really difficult to have a high energy level and to be living an exceptional life if you are walking around telling yourself, I'm a loser, I'm so stupid. And I've had to really work on it and just be in a place where I don't allow those thoughts to happen anymore. Those are not part of my dialogue anymore. And when I start to have them, I intentionally change my thoughts to something else. And this is the amazing part about being a human being, you guys. We're cognitively aware. You're aware of your thoughts. You know what your thoughts are and you can choose a different thought. If you are thinking thoughts that do not serve you, if you are thinking thoughts that take your energy away, that make you feel tired, that make you feel stuck, that make everything feel hard, you can choose a different thought. You need to be really, really clear on what you're focusing on. I just did a whole training about this in my mental health mastermind group, which is my monthly subscription site. It's $10 a month. You get new trainings from me every single week of the month, and every month we do a different theme. If you're interested in joining, email me at info at radicaltransformationproject.com and just tell me you listen to the podcast and I'll send you the link. It is closed right now for enrollment just because having people go in and out all the time was feeling a little overwhelming to me. But if you want in and you want the training, just email me and I'll let you in. (laughs) But the main component of that training is all around switching your mind into gratitude. So when I start telling myself crappy stories about how everything is hard, nothing works out for me, everything is the worst, I switch my dialogue to gratitude. That's the easiest place for me to switch into because there's always things for you can be thankful for. There's always things you can be thankful for right now. Right now in this moment, look around you where you are sitting. You can make a list right now just from where you're sitting, just from where you are of a hundred things you can be thankful for. So I like shifting into gratitude because it's something tangible. It's available to me all the time. And it's super easy for me because I've been practicing gratitude so long that that's a really easy, positive feeling I can call into my body. And it's a really easy, positive thought pattern I can kind of get behind in my mind. So when I notice I'm starting to shift into my crappy inner dialogue, I'll just go on a rant of gratitude. I'll be like, God, I'm so thankful for this day. I'm so thankful for this house. I love my business so much. I love my dog so much. I love my family so much. I'm so thankful I have food to eat. I'm so thankful I get to do this activity today. And I'm so thankful for this thing that happened yesterday. And I'm so excited for this thing coming into my life. And I will just go on a tangent in my mind of gratitude until those troll thoughts, the ugly negative dialogue I have are drowned out 
in this rant of positivity, in this rant of gratitude. And I just switch into this place and feeling in my body of thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. I'm thankful for this and that. And I love this and that. And I'm so thankful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And that energizes me. It gives me energy. It makes me feel lighter. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel excited for the future. You need to find your thought process that you can do if it's gratitude, if it's something else, something you can think about that energizes you, makes you feel lighter, helps you switch out of that crappy place, and gives you that energy, gives you that boost, gets you into that place in your mind where you're like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Like, let's do it. I'm ready. And this has just been such a game changer for me, you guys. I really can't emphasize this enough, but focus on positive thoughts. If you want some more ideas for this, join my Facebook group. We just did an affirmations challenge in there. I have a whole bunch of videos in the group I recorded on live stream talking about how I use affirmations to build positive energy and to drown out those negative thoughts. So if you need more information about this, join the Facebook group. I'll link it below. And then you can just search my name in the group Faith Mariah and all my live streams will come up. And I have a ton of them in there about using affirmations, using journaling, and all the things I do to kind of shift into a positive mindset. The next thing I want to talk about is exercise. And I know when you're depressed, it's freaking annoying to have someone tell you to exercise. I get it because I know how hard it is. But the reason I'm going to tell you to exercise and the reason everyone else is telling you is because it freaking works. And I know it works because I use it to manage my own depression and I've had to work out when I was depressed and I understand how hard it is. So no one understands (laughs) the struggle of clinical depression, I feel like more than me. (laughs) Like I know what that struggle is to be in bed and not able to get up. And I know how infuriating it is to hear someone tell you to exercise. And I know it feels like you can't. But the truth is that you can, that you can do things that are hard. And I know that's annoying to hear, but I'm sorry. I'm just trying to share with you the things that have helped me in hopes that it will help someone else. So I hope you can see where I'm coming from. There's been a lot of scientific studies that show that exercise can be just as effective for a lot of people as antidepressants, as medication. Now, I'm not knocking medication. If you guys have been following me online, you know that I am medicated. I do take antidepressants and I do advocate that as a solution and a way to manage depression. But I'm just telling you that statistic because I want to illustrate the point that exercise can really help you and it can really work. And it was a game changer for me when I really started to understand that you don't have energy, you create energy. I always would be like, I'm too tired to go to the gym. I don't have energy to go to the gym. Now I understand that exercise actually gives me energy. It doesn't take energy away. And in the long run, especially, I exercise seven days a week because I know it gives me so much energy the next day and the next week and the next month. And a year from now, I'm going to have so much more energy because I've been exercising seven days a week for an entire year than if I were letting myself lay on the couch, which is what I want to do right now, to be honest with you, because I feel low energy. But because I feel low energy, I'm going to make sure I go to the gym today, right when I get done recording this. I'm going to the gym because I need to create more energy, especially because my energy, if I'm not paying attention and being intentional, 
I will switch into low energy and I'll just want to lay around and not do anything. And that's kind of my natural state. And I have to fight and manage this depression I have all of the time. I do all these things all of the time, not because it's easy, but because I have to keep my depression under control and I have to make sure I'm managing my mental health to be able to live the life that I want, to be able to be the person that I want to be. So if you're not exercising, I just really encourage you. It doesn't have to be high intensity workouts. You don't have to become a CrossFitter. Do some sort of physical movement for 30 minutes, seven days a week. Go for a walk, listen, make a playlist that you love of songs that you love and just walk around the block. I don't care what you do. It's just moving your body. You need to move your body. Ideally, I think you really should sweat. (laughs) But if you can't and you're starting from a really low place, then yeah, just walk around the block. Start where you are, but start pushing yourself to create that energy. And know that just because you don't have the energy now, that you're investing in your future self. To me, this is what self-care is. Self-care is doing things for future faith. What can I do to make future faith feel better? It's not necessarily what I want to be doing right now. I'm going to share a little rant with you guys. This also might get me in trouble. But I've been really annoyed on the internet, on Instagram and Pinterest lately. There's so many pins about self-care and they're all things like paint your nails, take a bubble bath. And that's all like well and good and there's a place for that. But with mental illness, with self-care for like managing your life and getting yourself out of depression, a freaking manicure is never going to change your life. It won't. It won't. I'm sorry. (laughs) All the girls that have manicures right now are just like wanting to rip my face off. I'm sorry, (laughs) but listen to what I'm saying. (laughs) You have to do things sometimes for self-care that you don't want to do. Going to get a manicure is fun. It might make you feel better. It might restore you and make you feel rested. And that's all great. But if you are struggling, if you are walking through a hard season, if you are managing mental health, you might have to do things for self-care that suck. That might be going to a doctor. That might be talking to things with your therapist that you would rather freaking forget about and never think about again. It might be going to the gym seven days a week when all you want to do is lay on the floor. (laughs) And that's the truth. What can you do for your future self to set her up for success? If you are struggling right now, if life feels crappy, if you feel bad What can you do so a year from now you are not in the same place? Because let me tell you, one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made was not doing anything for my future self. And I spent year after year being depressed, being miserable, locked in pain for years of my life. And I do not want that for you. I do not want you to suffer and struggle and let another year pass you by And a year from now, you're sitting in the exact same struggle, that you are sitting in the exact same pain. I do not want that for you. And if you want to make sure that doesn't happen, you need to get up. You need to do something for your future self. What can I do so I know a year from now my life won't be this way? What can I do so a year from now I won't be in this struggle? And I'm not saying exercise is an instant cure. It's not. There is no quick fix. And that's what's so hard about mental illness. Even if you go on antidepressants and it's the perfect 
thing that you need and it's the perfect medication for you, it's still going to take months for you to see results. And exercise is no different. There is literally no quick fix. You have to be so committed to that future version of yourself. You have to be so sick of where you are and so ready that you don't care that you have to exercise for two months and not see results. You don't care that you have to take the medication for two months and not see results because you know your future will be brighter than where you are now. And I know what that struggle is. I know some of you are rolling your eyes and you're like, she doesn't understand how hard it is. Girl, I know. I have been there. I have walked through trauma. I have walked through darkness. I have lived through some really tough times. But there's nothing special about me. People message me all the time and email me all the time and ask me how I changed my life. And this is literally how I did it. There is no secret. All I did was start doing things for my future self. And I made a commitment and I kept going. And if I can do it, you can do it because there's nothing special about me. Trust me, I promise you. (laughs) There is absolutely nothing special about me. I don't have anything you don't have. Okay, that was kind of a rant, but back to exercising. (laughs) I just think exercising is so important. I can't even tell you guys the way it has changed my life and continues to change my life and continues to make my life better. Your health is the building block for everything that you have. You could build the perfect business, the perfect relationship, be making all of the money in the world, be living your dream life. If you get sick, if you don't have energy, if you feel crappy, none of that matters. Nothing else matters when you don't feel good. You can talk to anyone that struggles with chronic illness. Your health is the most important thing that you have. You've got to take it seriously. And part of that, I believe, is exercise. Exercise every single day and never take your health for granted. Always be working to improve it. Always be taking care of your future self. Okay, I'm going to make the last two of these a little bit shorter. But my next tip is go talk to a doctor. If you are feeling chronic fatigue, if you're feeling low energy, if this is something you're struggling with over and over again and you feel stuck, go to a doctor, tell them what's going on, ask them to do blood work. The first time I finally went to a doctor, not only did I have clinical depression, I was also extremely low on iron, extremely low on vitamin D, and extremely low on B12. It's really hard. You can think all the happy thoughts in the world. You can exercise and do all the things. If you're depleted in certain areas, if you have a health issue going on, you need to deal with that first. That's kind of what I was saying on my last rant. It's like your health is the foundation for everything. Go to a doctor and ask them, what can I start doing to deal with this chronic fatigue that I have? What can I start doing to feel more energized? What can I start doing to feel better? And then do those things. If you're depressed and anxious, I really encourage you to talk to a doctor. Going on antidepressants literally saved my life and has saved the lives of countless other people. I know that not everyone has positive experiences with medication. I'm just speaking from my own truth that my life would not be what it is today. I would not be able to do the work that I do And I might or may not even still be here if it wasn't for a really good doctor, a really good therapist, and antidepressants. So if it's something you've been putting off, I know for years it would be in the back of my mind, like I should maybe talk to a doctor, maybe I should get on antidepressants. If it's been in the back of your mind and it's been in your heart to talk to someone about that, let this be the sign, let this be the day that you make the appointment, that you finally decide to go. Do not wait. Get the help that you need. You don't have to keep suffering. This is a treatable 
depression and anxiety, whatever you're walking through, are completely treatable. People recover from them every single day. You do not have to stay locked in them, but you do have to take steps towards healing, towards your journey. Find out your options. And if you don't want to do medication, talk to your doctor about other options. Try to find someone that can help you with holistic treatments. Doesn't matter what you do, but you have to do something. You cannot do nothing. A lot of people don't want to go on medication and then they use that as an excuse to do nothing, to just keep suffering, to suffer in silence and to struggle for so long. So if you don't want to go on medication, that's fine, but you have to do something else. You have to make an appointment to go to an acupuncturist. You have to sign up with a personal trainer. You have to make an appointment to talk to a holistic healer or a doctor that you trust or whatever it is, but you have to do something. My last and final tip is to surround yourself with positive people. I know a lot of us have negative family members, negative coworkers, people we have to interact with. And that's fine. There's always going to be negative people. We can't control other people's mindset. And if you're waiting for other people to start acting positive and perfectly for you to heal, you're never going to heal because there's always going to be negativity around you. You have to decide how to process it. But what you can do is start seeking out positive people. Try to spend time with a friend that makes you laugh. Try to spend more time with the coworkers that don't complain as much. Try to call up your aunt on your phone that's always been supportive. Try to make an effort to be around someone that has positive energy they can give you. If you do not have any positive people in your life, I really strongly suggest you start listening to positive podcasts, to audiobooks. Put positivity in your ears. The internet is an amazing, amazing thing, as I'm sure you guys know. But my favorite thing about the internet is we have access to the best personal development coaches, the best motivational speakers are available to you for you to listen to right now for free anywhere you are. You can listen to Tony Robbins. You can listen to Mel Robbins. You can listen to Rachel Hollis. You can listen to any of these motivational speakers any of these personal development coaches, any guru, anyone that resonates with you for free right now, wherever you are on your freaking phone. It's amazing. So I get really frustrated when people are like, oh, everyone around me is so negative and I don't understand how I'm supposed to be positive when everyone is negative. Girl, put your headphones in. You have access to some of the best thought leaders in the world right now about how to manage depression, about how to change your mindset, about how to change your life right now for free. (laughs) And I think that's such an amazing, amazing gift. So I really hope there's someone that is a positive influence in your life and you can make an effort to start spending more time with them and start seeking them out and being around them more. But if you don't, if you literally have no one, if everyone in your life is so negative and awful and the worst, I'm sorry that you're walking through that, but you're just going to have to listen to your iPhone instead. You're just going to have to listen to podcasts. Put in your podcast while you're doing the dishes. Listen to your podcast while you're driving to work, while you're getting ready. Just listen to positive ideas, people with positive messages that they can share with you. Okay, you guys, those are all my tips for becoming more energized when you feel like a sloth person, which is kind of how I feel today. But I, like I said, I am going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat a salad, eat some healthy meals, drink some water, 
These are just kind of like my top few tips, but there's so many things you can do to give yourself more energy. Once I set the intention that I want to have more energy, I'm gonna make energy my priority. There were lots of little things I could shift. I started doing vitamins. I started drinking an actual ton of water every day. I started eating salad for dinner. I started taking more breaks in my work day. I started doing yoga breaks when I was writing. There's so many ways you can start giving yourself more energy if you make it a priority, if you start paying attention and start asking yourself, is this energizing me? Is this activity going to give me energy or is it going to take my energy? And start shifting your time so you're spending your time doing things that energize you, that give you more energy and that will help you live the life you want to live and become the person you want to become and feel the way that you want to feel. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out the blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. I post new resources to help you manage depression and anxiety every single week. Come follow me on Instagram at Radical Transformation Project and come join my mental health support Facebook group. I will leave the link for that down below. We're almost at 3,000 women who are all working on their mental health, sharing their mental health journey and supporting each other. It's a really beautiful online community and I would love to have you join us. If you love this podcast and you're willing to leave a comment, leave a review, do all the things, I really appreciate it. The more reviews this podcast gets, the more people will be able to find it. It is my number one mission in life right now to help as many women that are struggling with depression and anxiety as I possibly can. I know there's women out there that feel alone, that want to change, that don't have the resources, and I'm trying so hard to reach them. And whenever you leave a review, that helps this podcast get in front of more women and potentially reach someone that really needs this information. That's all I have for today. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I love you so much, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.